0: Hello. So glad you're here today. I am Mary from A to Z Parent Talk and I am here to share with you today uh, about a little bit more. Um, We talked about marriage and our children's adult lives and what kind of examples we give them in our own Uh, relationships, and what they learn from us, and how we can help them to um, decide what what they want in their lives and how they're going to move forward in their marriages and in their relationships um, and be there for them, just to support them when they become adults and they're in their own marriage and relationships. Um, I also am here. what I'm calling the new me because I am no longer coloring my hair. I tried it once before and I was like half and half and I looked a lot like my cat. Right there, this cat over here. Oh, cat turned the camera. This cat, yeah, I kind of yeah. looked like him. And, uh, I was like, mm, no, I'm not ready. But I am a grandma. Uh, three times now, so uh, I know that it wasn't that really great for me chemically, it does go into your body somewhat, so being a hairdresser was difficult for me because I was all about, you know, making other people look good and try and make myself look good and <clears throat> as I got older um, it just got more harder and harder to do um i had other people doing it for me and my family and then sometimes it wasn't as great as it was before and yeah and um i cut my own hair so that was not a problem but waiting for it to get long enough to cut it so that most of the color was off was the hard part so the first time it wasn't long enough and i had the half and half thing this time you could see the back of it is dark on the end part but pretty much i'm white all the way to here eventually as i cut this bottom part off i'll have all white hair um but you know that this is reality of age we all get older and um i colored my hair for a long long time (laughs) so it was time to let it go and realize that this is a new stage of life and um, for those of you who um, you know who are parents um, if you're young parents you already you're raising your children and probably can't even imagine what it would be like to be my age and have gray hair or some people gray early um, i've actually been gray for quite a while no one really knew that because i would try to keep it covered so um in my family some of uh some of my siblings um chose not to color their hair they grayed pretty early um so you never know but it will happen eventually Uh, my husband is is getting gray hair now he has much less gray hair than i do but he also has much less hair than I do now. Um, that's one thing my my mother gave me was a lot of hair. And um, this is the color of her hair, white. So, anyway, so I wanted to show you what I look like now with my gray hair. And tell you a little story um, about uh, aging. And once your kids... Uh, your kids grow up and they start their own families. They find that special person that they want to have a family with and get married. And uh, then you become the grandma. And some people love and embrace being grandma and some do not. They don't even like to be called a grandma. Um, I love being the grandma. It doesn't bother me at all to be called the grandma. Um, I have a mother-in-law who's still alive. My mother is no longer alive. So um, she's the great-grandma. And she's been the grandma for so long, it's hard to um, not call her the grandma (laughs) like I did for my kids. So then I had to realize, oh, she's the great-grandma. I'm the grandma. And so when you take that role on, um, it's a different relationship than you have with your own children and um hopefully it's a good one and they like you and you like them and you have fun with them um for me it's just a, always a joyful thing to see them and to have them around um as i've gotten older i have some health issues. So sometimes I don't have the energy that I'd like to have to play with them and hold them forever. And uh, so sometimes uh, I get tired and then we sit down and do something like read books. But there's so many things you can um, pass on to your grandchildren too that they they want to know things about your life and what things were like you know when you were growing up or when you and grandpa got married or things like that um there there's so many things for children to learn that um they're always ready and seeking that information so as grandparents um i feel like you, as parents were it's our job and we're obligated to teach our children and help them learn right from wrong and grow up healthy and responsible and um, as grandparents we can also help we can also be a support person for for teaching our grandchildren and helping our children out um, by giving them a break sometimes sometimes we're just the relief Person who comes in and has some fun with the kids while they get a break. So um, It's all new when you first start this journey of being the grandparent um, and You probably have lots of advice and information you want to give and Hopefully you've sh- they've seen and shared a lot with you before this but sometimes um The sharing is not uh, totally, they have their way and they have their ideas. So as the grandparents, sometimes we have to uh, bite our tongue and just watch how things go and let them um, do things their way and um, maybe add in something here and there that we might suggest as a good idea. Um, But overall, all parents are going to have to figure out exactly what it means to be a parent and what exactly uh, they're going to do with their children and how they're going to work that out between them. And so um, I love being the relief grandma. And I also love just being with my grandchildren. So um, it's hard for me to say no because I love being with them. So... If they ask me, you know, can you, can you watch the kids for a couple hours of this or that? Or, you know, can they come over and, um, hang out, you know, tonight or whatever timing it is? I'm always eager to say yes. And some days I wish I had more energy, like I said, but I just love being with them so much. I would never say no, I don't think. And, you know, that kind of brings up something that comes up a lot um, in relationships and um, with uh, counselors and psychologists and just people in general who are uh, life coaches and people who are, um, you know, inspiring people to grow in in their um you know, grow just in general in getting rid of the old stuff and becoming a happier, better version of yourself. And um, so within there is called codependency, which most people have heard of. So because I'm a recovered alcoholic of 38 years now, um, people think at first, well, the alcoholic... Or the addict or the addicted person um, they're the ones with the disease or the problem right and the codependent is the other person that is in a relationship with them right but some people are codependent all the time doesn't matter if they're in a relationship or not and codependency is a term that can be overused as far as i'm concerned um i have been to coda codependency meetings just like aa and na and there's so many groups out there um now a lot of things are online but the 12 steps are the 12 steps for every kind of addiction and um when an al-anon is another side of Uh, the alcoholic and then the Al-Anon is for the codependent or the uh, Wife, spouse, parents, whoever the other people are involved in that person's life so there are there is a balance in everything and um, when I choose to say yes to my grandchildren It's a choice for me it is not something i have to do it is not something that i'm going to uh suffer over because i said yes i do it because i choose it i choose to be with them whenever i can and if i'm asked to do that i feel honored to do that i feel that god gave me the gift of love and if Some of the people that I love the most want me around or want me to watch their children or my grandchildren want to hang out with me. I, of course, am going to want to do that. That doesn't make it a bad thing. And the other thing that I wanted to just make everyone aware of is that online, when we're speaking to people we're trying to speak to certain people certain group of people we're addressing parents or um you know entrepreneurs or uh we're speaking to musicians we're speaking to writers we're speaking to uh people who who uh love uh physical education or they just love working out and Whatever the topic is, we're focused on that group of people. But also, we cannot possibly, cannot possibly know each other and everything about that person just by seeing a post that they wrote just once or making a determination about who they are by. This post versus this post. You have to get to know that person. And that's why I love doing this podcast. Because when you listen to my podcast, you're hearing me talk about things I believe in. Things that pertain to my life. Things, stories that I'm telling you about who I am. So you might get to know who, who I am by that. But just like anybody else, I have good and bad days. And if I say something that makes someone think that there's, um, you know, something wrong with my relationship, you know, uh, encouraging that person to to love and be kind and do better at being themselves, and and making your relationship better. Does that mean that you're asking someone to be codependent? And it doesn't mean. If you're having a hard time in a relationship. That that's it. Oh. Get a divorce. Up, oh, Break out with that person. Up, oh, You don't want to be friends with that person. Those are like significant. Uh, decisions that are. Blindly made really in in um, encouraging people to leave their spouse So they could go and be do their life for them that I don't get I Was a What they called woman liver long before <laughs> the me movement came And I, uh, you know, was a strong person. I was a strong woman that was owning my own business and running my own hair salon and trying to be a better version of myself by not drinking. And, um, I found out I was running away from something, that relationship that commitment relationship where you find that person that fits you and if they fit you and you love them you're gonna do your best to make that relationship work now I never knew that I could choose what I wanted in a relationship and that's the part before the marriage, before the children. If you know what you want and need in your life, you write a list. Write that list that says, I want a husband who is committed to loving me. I want a husband who has a job, who's wanting to support his family. I want a husband who is not going to leave all the time to travel away and not be part of his family. I want someone who likes to dance, sing, whatever it is you like and want in your life. I want a husband who knows how to take care of his family and his house and, uh, knows how to take care of his finances I want someone who enjoys being with me I want to be with someone who loves me no matter what in the good and the bad whatever it is you know you want in your heart in a relationship write that list because that list gives you a basis for for knowing who the right person is if you go out and you don't know for sure then you can't say this person is the right person this is the person who's the right person if you can say oh this is super important to me and this person doesn't have it you're not going on that second date okay if you have a list and you see oh there's like five things on here that this person is totally never going to be. This may not be a good idea. So, you know, in in knowing what is good for you and what you can commit to is is a good thing. It's not judging, it's not being a bad person because you can say this person has what I want and this person doesn't, that just makes you aware of what you, what is in your heart, that you know you need and want in your life out of the relationship, because you know in your heart you're going to have to commit to being there for that person no matter what. So you want them to have good qualities you want them to have the qualities that you believe in. If they don't have that, it's going to be really hard to commit to that person. And marriage, I believe, is forever. So if you're going to make that commitment, know what you want. Know what, what, what things are important to you. And I taught my girls that, and I taught my son that, and I feel like, you know, it's helpful to explain these things to your children. That if you marry someone who has an addiction, and it's going to be difficult, if they're not willing to change that, if they're not willing to do something different, you're committing to living with that for the rest of your marriage because there are no guarantees that that person will decide to stop now i'm not saying that anyone who's addicted to anything can get help and get better can move forward in recovery and be a better person but you have to know that that is something you are going to have to live with if it's a present in their lives already and maybe you're the addict maybe you have an addiction to something and you have to look at that and say who would want to be with me if i have this addiction what are the good things about this and what are the bad things about this and who is the person that's going to want to be there for me? It's probably going to be another addict because it becomes a lifestyle for couples who both become addicts. But if it's something that you're not wanting in your life anymore, if you wouldn't want the other person to be an addict with you and have that life, then you better get some help. Get some help, get sober, get clean, get whatever therapy, 12 steps you will need to become a better person. So when you have that relationship, you will know that you're coming in with everything you can, all the good stuff. You're letting go of all that bad stuff before you enter into marriage. And I'm not saying there won't be problems and things that come up, but the big ones are obvious. You don't want to go there. And the choices that you make for yourself make the whole relationship better for both of you when you do. So we all know in our hearts what we have that is good and bad we all know what we want in our relationship which is good and bad we just sometimes need to write it down so we can look at it and go huh and even like afterwards you could say none of the other people that i ever dated or met fit into this list of things But this person that I'm marrying, he has all of those, maybe one or two, (laughs) right? Those might be those things that come up later. But when you think about that, you think, how simple. I could have avoided so many unhealthy relationships if I would have just wrote it down, looked at it and go, well, nope, that ain't happening here right? They don't have any of these things I want in my life. So, you have to really think about what you need to do for yourself before you get in that committed relationship to help you be the better person with a healthier outlook and a view on your relationship that you want. And the other person Hopefully, we'll do that also before you commit, but you also will say, hey, you don't have some of the qualities that I really need in my relationship. Now, they might say, oh, well, I'll just quit drinking. I won't do drugs. But you know what? That is not as easy as saying it. So you got to know that's true, right? Right? because it might not and I'm not I'm not trying to say if you're in those relationships where there is addiction going on it's really important that you get a handle of that stuff before you have kids because our kids today they're falling down they have parents that aren't there for them they're watching addiction on a daily basis in their house and They think it's normal. They think it's the way it is. And then they grow up and the pattern repeats itself. Or you have kids that are so angry. They just, they don't know what to do. But just be angry, angry, angry children. Because they're not getting their needs met. They're not getting the love that they need. And they're watching abuse every day in their home. And that is why I... I'm so passionate about parenting and the parenting skills and about people seeking help. There are so many people out there that can help with addictions, with parenting, with... I mean, there are so many people that are giving to people right now that need things. And the biggest thing is love giving your kids love, giving your relationship and the spouse love, giving love to your neighbors, love to the people around you. That is the hugest thing. I mean, you could fast for a day and not have food. But if you don't have any contact and love from someone, that takes its toll pretty quickly. So if you see someone and they're not looking happy, or you know that online they're sharing things that are sad, lift them up and give them a little piece of your love. You have more than you need. God gives us all the love we need to give to others. It's there. You just got to receive it from him. And give someone a big smile. Tell them to have a nice day. So good to see you. I love that about you. Give them a compliment. This is old stuff. That's like. I grew up learning this stuff. (laughs) You know. um, Customer service is like dead or something. I'm like. Certain people just have a spark though. They do. They have a spark and they give it. And when you have looked at yourself and changed some things that are going to help you be a better person, you're going to fill up with love and God's going to be there to give you anytime you turn to him. So this is all about taking care of you before you get in that relationship so that you can be the healthiest you can be, mentally and physically and emotionally. And then you come together, both of you with this healthy adult people, then your marriage is so much healthier. Your life together is so much healthier. Your children will be healthier. And this world will be healthier place to live so that's my message today is just because you give just because you have a heart for loving and giving doesn't make you codependent codependence is something that you're giving and it's hurting you you're giving it To the wrong person who doesn't appreciate it or love you back but giving is what god gave us the holy spirit he gave us a heart and we have everything we need to love people so i just want to say have a beautiful beautiful loving day night or morning whenever you watch this i'm praying for all of you bye-bye